In the uh, the studio with us right now, a guy who is uh, who has made not just local news but news around the country and around the world. Dr. Vito Perone uh, had been the uh, the hire for superintendent of schools in East Hampton. That uh, that offer was then rescinded, and we'll talk about uh, the reasons for that. He's here with his attorney, James Winston, who's been on the show before. Good to see both of you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Good morning. Thanks for having Thank you. You. All right, so, uh, Vito, uh, welcome to the studio this morning. Thanks for, uh, for being with us. Can you, first of all, let's talk about what kind of guy. You're, you're, uh, you're from the area, from Connecticut? That's correct. I uh, grew up in Manchester, Connecticut, went yeah. to East Catholic, yeah. played football at UMass. And then you obviously graduated, the, or you went, you went, got your doctorate uh, eventually. Yeah, ultimately uh, I did. Yes. And, and how long have you been in the in in education? This is my 29th year in education. 29 years in education, and uh, you and you spent a number of those years as a principal in in East Hampton. Correct. Yeah, I started my career in Carson City, Nevada. Worked there for 15 years. Taught in prison for 10. Um, my dad had a stroke. Moved back here and. East Hampton was uh, good enough to hire me. That was my first leadership uh, position. So it's not like the people of East Hampton are not aware of the kind of work you've done. Clearly, there's a lot of people that were in support of you in this position because they felt, well, you know, here's a stand-up guy. He's done well by the kids, done well by our schools. You know, it it makes sense that this might be a good, solid candidate to become the superintendent of schools. Right, yeah. The, the people of East Hampton have been amazing and supportive and compassionate. And, the, you know, the, the, the outpouring of support from the students when I was principal in East Hampton and the things that they've said about our uh, connection and engagement while I was there has really just uh, helped me keep my head up throughout this. Has there been any instance throughout your career where somebody has taken you to task on maybe the way you've uh, handled talking to them or a complaint against you about uh, maybe the way you've behaved towards other people? Uh, no, there hasn't been. I mean, uh, in a 29-year career as a, as a teacher, a coach, a principal, and an administrator at central office, you know, you make decisions sometimes that people don't agree with. But my process has always been to look at what does Mass General Law say? What does the policy say? And then to really think about making a decision through the lens of what's best for students. Mm-hmm. And People can't really disagree with that right. when you bring that to the table, and the and the and the focus is the student. So let's talk about what's what's just happened to you. Sure, you uh, you've applied to become the job to become the superintendent of schools in East Hampton. They offer you the job. You go through this, I would assume, because it's you know it, it's the superintendent of schools, a pretty rigorous uh, interview process. Maybe there's testing involved, but there's a lot involved in being hired in this position. You get offered the job. And then you write. Uh, <laughs> let me go back. Well, let's let's, yeah. let's talk about the the day you were offered the job. Yeah, sure. So uh, this is obvious. These are long meetings that are drawn out, to, and and rightfully so because you want to make sure you're making the right decision. And uh, long drawn out meeting. What time do you get off the school committee meeting before they make this, this the, the decision? At, okay. At that so date? so I ended my interview at mm-hmm. eight. Okay. Uh, after a day that started at eight, um, okay. and I was meeting all the stakeholders. I had a group of students that I met with, which was amazing. I met with uh, administrators, uh, school committee members, community members, and it was a pretty uh, intense day, rigorous. Um, long. I asked questions, they asked questions. Yeah. It was a long day, but you know I'm used to long days in right. education. And then eight o'clock, I uh, I finished my interview, and I was uh, I was kind of floating on air, very excited. Uh, went home, uh, had some dinner. And um, was waiting for a call. Uh, as I sat waiting, it got later and later, uh, 10, 15, 10, 30. I looked at my wife and I said, I, I just, I have to go to bed. I'm, I'm whooped. 
And uh, I thought my phone was on. Uh, unfortunately, it was not. Um, but uh, at 12.15, I get a knock at the door. And my wife, of course, is in panic mode. We have four children. And she was like, whoa, the kids. And um, so we looked outside. The police were there, went downstairs. And he said, well, the, the, the city, uh, excuse me, the school council, the school committee, and the, the mayor trying to call you. And I said, well, it's 12.15. I was sleeping. And he said, I get it. I understand. But could you do me a favor and call them? So I called them and I spoke to the chair and uh, she offered me the position and she offered me the position at $151,000. And I said, mm. it's 12.15. I just woke up. I'm yeah. kind of you know, out of it a little bit. Um, are we negotiating a rate right now? And she said, no, there's no negotiation. We're placing you at this rate. And I, I said, um, okay, well, there's a range that was uh, posted. Right. Is there a possibility to move up? And she said, no, we're going to place you right there based on your experience, et cetera. I said, okay. you know what? I get it. West Springfield's a different town than East Hampton. Right. And the, the funds available are different. I said, you know what? This is not about money for me. I'm a, I'm a, I will take the position. Right. And you're talking about two different school districts who have Absolutely. two different budget, yeah. bu- Number budgetary of students, issues. Responsibilities, and, yeah. et cetera. Okay, great. So, but again, she said there was no negotiation at that point. That was just an offer of employment at the time of that call. Absolutely was. Yeah. An offer yeah. of employment at a specific rate, which I accepted. Did the Do you know if the other two candidates got calls to say whether that they didn't get the position? I do not. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so uh, let me ask uh, James Winston this question. So, you're an employment lawyer, yes. and so technically speaking, as the law would say, if somebody offers you a position, and uh, whether or not salaries are discussed or where they are discussed may or may not be pertinent here, but if I offer you a job as an employer in any other se- in any right. other sector, uh, does that constitute like a verbal agreement, a verbal contract in the state of Massachusetts? It's an understanding. So there's an offer, there's acceptance, and consideration was discussed, the, the salary of 151000 So essentially you have an offer that was made and that was accepted. All right. So in, in, in Massachusetts, the court of law would, would, would accept that as a bona fide offer and one that would have to be fulfilled, right? Yeah, it's an oral offer. Obviously, nothing was signed at twelve fifteen at night, but there was an offer, acceptance, and as I said, consideration in the salary. And so there you have the outline of a employment offer that was accepted. Gotcha. Right. So, so, uh, so the email that you wind up sending. Yes. What was the, what was at the, uh, the the heart of that email? Obviously, the the, the salutation was the thing that uh, that got you in a little bit of uh, hot water here. But yep. what was that? What was the the crux of that email? And, and before you you should mention that there was an original sure. email before the second email yep. that became okay. the controversy. Okay, yeah, so I, I worked I worked in East Hampton for six years. So right. so uh, the administrative assistant I know very well. And initially, I sent her the email. And addressed it by her first name and signed it my first name because we know each other so well. And um, basically, I, I had three requests. The first request was uh, in the contract. It stated that I would make $151,000 first year and no less than $151,000 the second and third year. Mm-hmm. My request was a COLA, a cost of living increase, right. for years two and three. Right, okay. Reasonable. Reasonable, 3%. Um, I also asked for four extra days of vacation. So instead of 26, which were offered, I requested 30. 
Oh, so they offer 26. It almost made it yes. sound like you were asking, like Absolutely demanding not. for 30 vacation days right off the bat. No, no, no. They offer okay. 26, right. and I asked for 30. Oh, okay. Again, I was trying to remediate where right. I was coming from and where I'm going. Gotcha. Okay. And the third thing is I worked in East Hampton for six years, and I had almost 100 days sick banked, right? Because I, I don't take days off. I work. Sure. And so I had a sick bank, and I kind of left it on the table when I left. Currently, I'm in I'm in West Springfield as interim, and in 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 eight years, I have over 80 days banked up again because I don't take a lot of time, um, except for COVID. You know, we all got right, COVIDed, right, so there's some right, time I lost right. there. But so my request was a, a, a similar size six bank to what I had when I was in East Hampton and what I currently have in West Springfield, and I asked for 40 days. So I didn't intend to take 40 days of sick days. Right. I don't do that. However, I'm 58 years old, and things happen. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and 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 that time accumulates. If you were if you were to stay in one si- one school system, that number would just have accumulated over time. And, Correct. And this is also what they call good faith negotiations. You're presenting what you what you would would like, and then it's now it would be then their turn to say, well, we can or cannot do this, or or and work out the terms of it that way. Absolutely. And okay. if we were negotiating. That would be my request. Right. And then I expect you would counter with X, Y, and Z as opposed to one, two, and three. Okay. All right. So then what's the next step then? The email? So I emailed originally to the administrative assistant, Mm -hmm. who I've known for a while, and I um, sent it to her and she said, you know, it might be good or better if you send it to me and the chair. Okay. I said, oh, absolutely. So I copied it and I pasted it and I put ladies at the top. And I, that was my greeting. Ladies, good evening. Here it is. And I, and I, I had the text and those Seemingly requests. innocuous. Not Seemingly right, innocuous. Right. Again, I had been offered the position. I, I felt like we were um, going to collaborate around a contract. Right. And I wanted the tone to be less formal. Um, I thought it was appropriate to to. Re- to call them. Okay. That. This All is right. this is Dr. Vito Perone and Attorney uh, James Winston in the, in the studio. So let's uh, let's go up a little bit here. Okay. You find out that they were going to rescind this offer. Yes. They and at, at the time uh, you were told uh, that the use of the word "ladies" was a microaggression, and that was the reason why they were rescinding it. Or was there more information passed to you between you and the chairperson? I, I would like to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So ahead, I was at yeah. East Hampton High yeah. School. There was a fundraiser. I was there to support the kids and see some of the people I hadn't seen in years. You know, we, I got some. It was a we the people. Event, oh, we the, that's right. right. Okay. I mean, we yeah. got some rock stars over at East Hampton right. High School, and they were getting ready to go down um, to DC and and compete. So there's a fundraiser to help them travel. So I was there to support the kids and um, um, Ms. Brown and her class. So um, I went to the went to the fundraiser, getting close to six. I go into a, an office and I hopped on the Zoom. Uh, immediately when I hopped on, the chair asked me if I would step off for a few minutes because they had to discuss something. I made an assumption that they were going to look at those requests. Right, the numbers that the you numbers, sent right? over. Yeah. Um, they said, we will text you when we're ready. I said, fine. So I sat there, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes. I think it almost hit 50. I get a text. Please come back on. I hop back on. And the chair uh, was the first one to speak. She said, Dr. Perone, um, you need to understand that we uh, voted to rescind your offer. And very eloquently, I was like, what? I was shocked. And um, and she said, yep, you were rescinding the offer because you use ladies as a greeting in your email, and that's a microaggression. 
And again, I said, what? And I was, I was really, I was flabbergasted. You know, I'm a pretty articulate guy, right, but in right, that right. moment, I was not. And that's kind of uh, how it went until then I said, well, I grew up in the 60s and the 70s. Ladies and gentlemen was a, 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 were terms of respect. Right. And uh, I apologize if I hurt any or if I um, offended anyone. That was not my intent. Well, Dr. Prone, the, um, your apology really doesn't mean anything because we voted and the offers rescinded. And then the mayor gets on and, and tells me well, she's a lawyer and that what I did was unacceptable. And she changed her vote. What, what you did was unacceptable. That's funny because about a year prior to that, uh, there was an incident at uh, one of the schools. I'm not sure exactly where this was, but she, Mayor Nicole LaChapelle was uh, addressing a group of students, uh, students, students of color. And her uh, quote uh, to one of these students was, you get so worried uh, about how you present, like, like your cadence. It's a little, it's not white. Like, you don't talk like a white person, right? And that's fine. That's La Chapelle said in an audio recording. She also used an expletive at the end of it. But what you have to do with your physical presence is say, like, who the F cares? Oh, I had a tough morning. Sorry. Then there's some laughter behind there. She got some backlash from that. She mm-hmm. got she got a lot of backlash from yeah. that. But she was able to issue an apology. She was able to explain that, I'm sorry, that's not exactly what I meant. Mm-hmm. And her words got misconstrued. And she's still the mayor of East Hampton and, mm-hmm. and still had to answer to the same chair that you were dealing with on that school committee because that was a school committee issue as well. Mm-hmm. The hypocrisy in some – and she was the one that changed her vote for you, right? She was the – it was four to three in your favor at first, and it was her vote, right? That's what she, she told me in that um, executive session that she changed her vote, yes. I don't know what the others yeah. did, but that's what she did. You know, and, and the thing that struck me the most is she was offered an opportunity of grace, right? right. To think about, to reflect, and to grow and learn and move forward in a positive way. Which most people would do. And I think that was, I, and I'm just assuming that's how you would handle a situation if that was presented to you by either a, a disciplinary action that you had to step in and help out with the administration, if you, you say, hey, what can we do to rectify this in a way where you learn from this as opposed to being canceled? A- ab- absolutely. And, and we're in education. That's what it's about. Yeah. We, we don't have a, a lot of time left because okay. we are, you know, there's, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but we, we are running a little bit short on time. So, uh, again, this gets rescinded. You already had a verbal contract. It gets rescinded on something that normally may not be seen as something worthy of rescinding a position. Legally speaking, they're about to sign uh, another person, another candidate into this position. I think that may even come as much as today. So if so, understanding all of that, the recourse that uh, Dr. Perone has in this situation stands at what? I mean, is there recourse? I mean, can you file an injunction? Can you file a lawsuit? Is any Are any of those things on the table right now? There, there are legal op- options available, and including this, the, the potential violation of the open meeting laws in Massachusetts. But this really just happened on Monday. And um, I mean, typically, by the way, in employment situations, when you see shifting reasons why an employer stating they made a decision. And, and you heard the initial reasoning that was told to Dr. Prone. And then 
in the days that came out, the their reasoning was was changed uh, or shifted. Yeah, and that's often an example of a pretext. Um, but as I said, this just happened Monday night, and I, I, you know we're we're weighing options right now and yeah. just yeah. kind of seeing where where this comes to. But it was it was a very intense school committee meeting on Monday night with um, ninety minutes of public comments, and then listening to the uh, members of the school committee debate. Um, so we're, we're digesting it all. We, we know there's a lot to, to consider and a lot that, that I'm sure the two of you are going to discuss yeah. even after this conversation. But we do wish you uh, all the luck in the world. And, you know, and Thank I, you. And I think one of the things we said earlier this week, and I think I still think it holds true, even though you know, there are some people that may, uh, may differ on this, is that by and large, your reputation uh, has been well earned. And this is not something where someone, you know, you're going to find a, a whole population of people saying, well, you know, Vita Perone is just, you know, not the right guy to be running anything. Most people who know you will say, no, he's exactly the guy that should be running the school department. And in my opinion, when you have uh, people who have made this kind of decision based on these kinds of reasons, my question to you, doctor, is even if they turn things around and were able to offer you the, the job that they initially offered to you, would you still take it knowing that you would be working for these people the way they've treated you and, and the way they have taken a microaggression and weaponized it against you? You know, that's really an easy question for me. It's kind of a softball. This isn't about the school committee. This is about the kids in the community of East Hampton who I love, who 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 worked with me. We built the school building. We went from level three to level one. I mean, I have great connections. I coach the kids. So, yeah, absolutely, I'd take a job if they offered it. But I think, you know, they've, they've chosen a different course. And the, 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 the candidate who they, who they offered after me, she, she did a great job. I actually watched her interview, you know, kind of working through some reflection on how I did, how she did. And she brings a lot to the table. I'm sure she'll do a fine job. But... Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh. But I just, I, 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 one thing I wanted to talk about that I know we're going to get cut off on time is I want to make sure people understand whether you agree with me or disagree with me, whether you support me or don't support me, you know, there's no place in any of this for threats or, or harassment yeah. of totally those, those right. politicians because exactly. they put in hours and hours and I have nothing but respect for the work that they've done. And, and no one who has discussed this has advocated any kind of harassment towards anybody. This nope. is this is a matter for the voters, and the voters are upset, and the voters are upset at the school committee, and they're they're upset that nothing is being done about it. And when they had that town forum the other night, ninety minutes of public comment, I found it so disingenuous that the members of the school committee were shutting their cameras off while people were voicing their opinions and and ones specifically that were negative towards them I, I, this whole in per, this whole zoom meeting thing needs to just go away because <laughs> it, people need to be in person and you should be able to face somebody who you've elected and say i don't like this because this this and that i, I find that very disingenuous for, for them to 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 be kind of ignoring the population. Dr. Vito Perone, Attorney uh, James Winston, we appreciate you coming in today. Thank you so much for spending the time and explaining uh, what happened, and uh, we wish all the all the luck in the world. Thank yeah, you so much. Thank, thank you. Appreciate really appreciate it, guys. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.